Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30 and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. You're on EducateForLife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become... I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry, the con is over, Shay. We're now at DEFCON 1. Did you say carnivore or carnivore? Would you like to have a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time and bring your shame. Thanks for being here today. This is Kevin Conover. I'm your host on Educate for Life Radio. And we have a fantastic program lined up today. I'm really excited for the guests that I have on, uh, Pastor Alexander John and John Mathai. And uh, Pastor Alexander, Pastor Alex, he is the pastor of India Christian Fellowship here in San Diego County. And I've had the privilege of uh, being with him at his church many times. Um, and I, I love going there. Everybody is so amazingly friendly. It's incredible. But um, what I'm really excited about is that we're going to be talking about reaching people in India for Christ today. Um, they have a missionary, John Mathai, that they support in India, and they're going to talk to us all about what it's like to do missionary work in India and some of the obstacles that you can be praying for. Also, there's an opportunity to support them if that's what you want to do. The website for India Christian Fellowship is icfsandiego.org, icfsandiego.org, and you can also reach Pastor John, Pastor Alexander John, at 858 206 7188. That's 858 206 7188. So, um, Pastor Alex and uh, John, thank you so much for being here today. This is exciting. Thanks for being here. Thank you so yeah, much for having you. us. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, so, why don't we get a little bit of background here? Um, Pastor Alex, when did you start India Christian Fellowship here in San Diego? We started India Christian Fellowship as a, a prayer meeting. It was uh, 2003. I used to live in Los Angeles. I used to drive here. So one of our family moved here for work. So I came to see him. And uh, then we met another Indian family. So we thought, okay, let's pray together. So we started to pray. And uh, one of our friends lost job in, in Chicago. So he applied here in Colcom. He got the job here. So when he had three families, we started to meet every other Saturdays for prayer. So that led to another, so with that became a Bible study, and that uh, 
become a you know a saturday evenings we meet together so more people gather together so that's what we started yeah. yeah and if you're listening if you've if you were wondering if they were actually if these guys were actually from india or not it's pretty obvious by their accents that they are so <laughs> if you struggle to to um, understand some of the things they say um just um you know uh, click rewind and you can listen to it again so you're you're all set there so hopefully we'll try to speak slowly yeah and yeah make you understand yeah i love it i love it okay and um and pastor alex you actually have known john for a long time um because you guys actually were learning together about uh christianity and the bible and theology together is that right yes yeah. we met uh, 30 years ago Wow. So in seminary. That's incredible. So that's, yeah, that's that last three decades of relationship. Well, I only thought you guys were like 35 years old. So you mm-hmm. guys met when like you were five or so, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys grew up in India. And um, John, what led you to decide that you wanted to dedicate your life to uh, serving Christ in the position of a missionary? Yeah. After my graduation, I joined in the seminary as uh pastor alex mentioned here we studied together and uh, after my uh, studies uh, uh, when i am studying in seminary also i have a desire to go outside from my state to work among the poor and needy and especially the marginalized and neglected people so since long days i was praying lord you guide me and show me where i have to move for the missionary work mm. so in the year 1994 after the graduation from seminary i got a vision from god especially the state odisha the, where christians are suffering for the sake of gospel very poor and needy people are there so as per the vision i moved it to to odisha in 1994 okay and so um you felt that god was leading you to a part of india that where there's a lot of persecution and a lot of yeah. suffering now um originally uh, john uh pastor alex you were telling me that you are from southern the southern tip of india uh what is the name of the the uh part of india you're from kerala kerala mm. okay kerala kerala and and tell us a little bit about the differences because you know i think for a lot of people who are listening when they think of india they just think you know it's all the same right but uh different parts of india are vastly different yes yeah india has uh, 29 different states there is 22 different languages hindi is a national language and uh, the state that we me and uh, pastor john came from we are the southern part of india called kerala okay it is more you know educated and uh, 100% literacy and uh, more saint thomas came to the state you know 2000 years ago so that is where there is a 25% christian population there 25% say yeah, it again yeah 25% of uh, kerala the state that we came from are christians oh okay so christians so are that's more, a large percentage yes yeah it's more prominence they are rich they are influential and all those things so we come from a more comfortable place in that sense okay so when you go to north there is more you know uh, more hindus and 0.3% 0.1% very less number of christians in those, those states and culturally it is different language is different food is different the way everything so it's almost, is it's almost like traveling to a completely different exactly. country every state is like that yeah okay rich in culture now um so would you say that where christianity has spread in india that there is more um tolerance there's more um less persecution for those areas uh, or how does that affect because you were saying that the place that you went uh owed Odisha is that am I saying that right? Yeah. Odisha? Odisha. Odisha uh which is kind of a southeast uh central India versus uh Kerala which is at the very tip. It, there's more persecution there. There's more um there's more uh persecution of Christians, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and is it so when when Christianity in the place where you're from, you said like 25% is Christian, obviously there's less persecution there for people in general. There's more tolerance, is that right? tolerance in the tolerance we have more religious tolerance in kerala the state yeah. that we come from yeah so yeah. they are very receptive people so okay. they accepted gospel gladly because there is no uh, caste system is no so, so severe in southern part of india it's because the most caste of the system doesn't have as much influence influence because okay. they are educated people okay so they gladly embraced the christianity and the missionaries came and preached and missionaries started schools in different places 
so they are more interested in english education so the people uh, gladly send their children to schools yeah so through education and mission hospitals was there in in velur in the in chennai and karnataka in bangalore so that is more influence on the the community okay i see but the context is utterly different in in north india so they are not so receptive towards gospel because of this uh, tradition and caste system mm. and uh, people are more fearful because of less education so uh, they are not not so receptive and compared to the southern states of india i see what you're saying okay that makes yeah. a lot of sense now you were saying um uh, pastor alex you were saying uh, earlier that india is now ranked 10th in persecution mm-hmm. um uh, on a variety of sites where they rank where what countries are persecuting christians the most india is now ranked 10th mm-hmm. and so um when we look at that because of the in, uh, influence of hinduism mm-hmm. they're trying to protect their religion from being uh, from people becoming christian yeah the reason i think that last 5 years especially there is a government is more you know hindu radicals and hindu nationalism those kinds of things and also there are many of the states has anti conversion laws you cannot convert from hinduism to any other religion really yeah oh, you wow. can go back to become a hindu but you can go from hinduism to any other religion so the states he works and other some many states actually they passed anti conversion laws so it become illegal for i can share the gospel with you for you to believe and accept christ and become a christian you cannot do that by law and now will you be put in prison or what will happen yeah the people those who do it they will be put in prison yeah yeah that's what they face every single day now have you had experiences like that um john where you you are sharing the gospel with somebody and they want to they want to become a christian but they're so afraid of being put in prison or whatever that they say yeah. no, i can't do it so in my context many missionaries arrested and put behind bars because they preached gospel so because as pastor alex mentioned this anti conversion the, the religious act on special bill is there not only in orissa in arunachal pradesh and some of the uh, northeastern uh, states of india and jharkhand so this is a, a common incidents in the in the north indian context uh, missionaries are beaten and killed wow and in orissa itself in 99 in january 22 all well know that incident those telling missionary Graham Staines and his two sons Philip and Timothy brutally killed by this this anti hindu forces mm. and uh, and 2008 also in orissa there was a, 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 a riot in the kondamal district uh, that is one of the tribal populated district in orissa so more than uh, 100 believers and missionaries were killed by this uh, anti gospel force Forces. and the government didn't do anything to stop it Go- government also was supportive because this uh, this uh, one, one per- political party the, the B- bjp and uh, they was uh, r- r- ruling that that state that that time okay and yeah. are they still in power or are they not no they are not not in power now but d- during that time uh, that political party was in power, power. that that state that that but particular they are, state they are ruling in the country now yeah. not that state Okay. So government uh, could not take any strong measures but the in the, in the last stage of the riot the central government sent the uh, 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 police forces and riot came to un- under the under the control of the government government. Mm. Okay so if you if you didn't hear that um there's a movie that rec- came, uh, recently came out called The Least of These it's the Graham Stains story yeah. and it's about an Australian missionary who was working among the lepers in India. but the hindus uh the radical uh, hindus actually burned him and his sons alive in a jeep and this is where john mathai currently works and so please be praying for him we're going to keep talking about this and you can learn more about what it's like to be a missionary in india stay with us my guests are pastor alexander john and john mathai icfsandiego.org is the website that's india christian fellowship if you'd like to support them or get in contact with them or find out more about this uh please do so you can give them a call or visit their website stay with us we're going to be right back 
Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. I will cast my cares on you. Thanks for being with us today. You're listening to Educate for Life Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And uh, my website, educateforlife.org, has all kinds of resources that you can check out where you can actually take classes on things like Buddhism and Hinduism and Islam and, and understand what, the, what different people believe. You know, I think it's really important that we understand how other people think because that helps us to be able to better share the gospel with other people when we know what they think and what's going through their minds and their background and their experiences, then we're able to do a better job of meeting them where they're at. Paul said, I am all things to all people so that by God's grace, I might win some. So um, that's what we're, we're talking to my guests today, Pastor Alexander John and John Mathai, uh, ICFSanDiego.org. And uh, the India, India Christian Fellowship is in Poway, California. If you ever want to w- visit, it's a wonderful church that you can check out. Their website's icfsandiego.org. And they support John Mathai in India. He's currently in Odisha, where he is ministering to people and reaching out to people with the love of Jesus. But it is dangerous. It's uh, something God has called him to, and he's risking his life in order to love people to Christ. Many missionaries have been killed um, in, in an effort to reach out. Um, by radical uh, Hindus and other people. And uh, this is interesting. I wanted to ask you guys about this because, you know, um, you know, in, in wherever Christianity goes, they, they start schools, they try to set up um, a good, stable environment with water and all these things. And we know that in parts of India, it's extremely poor. There's tons of poverty. Uh, in, in Calcutta, India is well known as one of the uh, most poverty-stricken places. And yet people don't seem to want that help, um, even though they desperately need the hope of Jesus Christ uh, to be able to live well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this is a a difficult situation to be in where these people desperately need help, but at the same time, they're so superstitious that Mm -hmm. they're not getting the help they need. So um, how do you go about, John, how do you go about reaching people in India? What is your method in order to go out and and, uh, draw them to Christ? So we are uh, providing them the education because most of the people in village area, they are uh, illiterate. Uh, especially the tribal people are not interested to send their children to schools. So they will send them to take care of the cattle. And because of starvation, there is no food, sufficient food to take them. No electricity and no pure drinking water. So the, so the first thing we are uh, uh, focusing the education, we are to educate them. You're starting schools in vernacular language so they can come and, and, and study. And sometimes we are uh, uh, conducting medical camps for this malaria, jaundice. Mm. So many water-related diseases are there. Yeah. Is there still leprosy uh, in yeah, that le- area? Le- 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 leprosy also was there. So we have a separate uh, hospital for the lepers. So there was a time in, in, in my context. So they uh, excommunicate the lepers from the society. Mm. So they may wander here and there as beggars. They are not permitted to stay stay with their community. 
So now, are they so for our listeners who don't know a lot about the caste system or the social structure? Yeah. Um, can you explain a little bit about the caste system and what when a leper is kicked out of you know the social circles? It's it's actually kind of like the New Testament mm-hmm. where a person yeah. had to yell out unclean and so forth. Yeah. Um. So. So are they uh, permanently just pushed out of society, and and what do they have? Uh, wh- what do they do from there, and so forth? So they are not permitted to stay with their family; they will be isolated. So the missionaries, especially the the uh, the Mother Teresa, the uh, the daughters of charity, they have a, a, a special wing. Yeah, just like uh, Graham Stains, they are the people. They approach these lepers and taking care of them. And providing them uh, food and uh, their accommodation and medical facilities, they are dressing their wounds, and they are giving awareness to the community. The leprosy can be treated; they can be healed. So they must be loved, and the society has to take care of them. Mm. So through their this noble and ch- uh, charitable act, so again they can be a, a, a good citizens. Even after the leprosy also healed, society is mm. not a. Uh, not willing to accept them, even their family members. Wow! So, so um, do the do the Indian people, the hi- people who are Hindu, do they see what you're doing and all the good you're doing, and are they happy about it or are they mad about it? Because they see all these good things you're providing, yeah. clean water and education and so many good things. Hmm. So, what they are telling that out of love of Christ. In Bible, it, it is written, Jesus moved with the compassion when he saw the multitude. Mm. Missionaries moved to the society and community out of compassion and the love of Christ. Yeah. But people took it in another sense. They are interpreting that your intention is to convert people uh. from Hinduism to, to your Christianity. Mm. So they misinterpreted out of uh, their uh, the, the wrong intention. Yeah. Some of the people, they, they are attacking missionaries and preventing them. Don't come again. And... So many uh, unfortunate things are happening uh, because we are doing out of love because Bible says Jesus loved them. So it is our primary duty to take care of the poor and needy people like uh, the lepers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, And so, Pastor Alex, uh, you're doing ministry here in San Diego. How many um, uh, immigrants are there from India here in San Diego? According to the latest statistics that we tried to find out, there are 25,000 Indian immigrants in greater San Diego area. That starts from, you know, uh, East County to all the way to North County, you know, almost towards the Riverside area. So that is the largest uh, population that we have here. Yeah. And uh, so, so, I mean, you have a big ministry here in mm-hmm. and of itself in reaching people uh, who have, who have immigrate, uh, immigrated to America and yes, so forth. Yeah. And now my experience is that a lot of people uh, from India, uh, you know, have high degrees mm-hmm. as either doctors mm-hmm. or um, engineers or whatever. It's funny because I was at a car dealership. I was buying a car and the guy that was helping me was uh, from India mm-hmm. and he was talking to me and, and he said that his parents were mad at him because he didn't finish getting his engineering degree and <laughs> he had decided he wanted to get married and have kids and so he got a job at the car dealership and they were upset so from a um a social perspective and a family perspective is there an expectation among indian families that uh, a person you know works hard and gets a, a degree you know a higher degree or yes. how does that work yeah indian culture is hierarchical okay so the higher you go you know that that is good look yeah look so and also there is no uh, individual thing. So what you do when you succeed or fail, that affect the family. Okay, so it's so not just about it's not you. Only you. Yeah. It's not what you want to do has nothing to do with uh, you. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. you want to do doesn't matter. <laughs> matter, so, matter. So we come to that. So education is high value. Yeah. So that's why. So the people, those who you see here are the cream of the society in India. Okay. They are well educated. They are here. So the way they want to expand here through the influence is through education. Mm. So the 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 number one thing they try to do is either you are a doctor or an engineer. So th- that is like, a, you know, highly aspired jobs and you know, dreams of the people. Yeah. So that is a big thing. So I have a question that pertains to that. So if you have these people that have engineering degrees and they've got uh, doctorates and so forth, um, how do they connect uh, Hinduism um, with – is there a, is there a disconnect between Hinduism and this high uh, – these degrees or do they say uh, Hinduism works fine for me? What do they, 
are they generally Hindu or are they generally agnostic or um, the, the people that immigrate? The people those who immigrate to our experience is that because they are coming to a, a new social structure. Mm-hmm. So they see the freedom, they see the value of human beings, the intrinsic value that people have, the dignity, all those things. Mm. But still they are born into Hinduism. They carry their gods here and goddesses here. They try to live their life in such a way. Mm. And in and the Western society, yoga is the entry point for these things. And they go, that's a different conversation, but that is what goes. So people, those who are living here, they still carry their, the more or less most of them are living as Hindus here. They practice Hinduism here also. Okay. Yeah. So I um so what what are the obstacles you have in reaching out to people um in in the local San Diego community when you're when you're trying to minister to them Yeah the, uh, the our church is consists of five different language groups mm. so so we do English services because our children those who are born and brought up here and they don't speak our language so they are American Indians than Indian Americans they are yeah. first Americans then they, you know, they say according to them, unfortunately, they are born to Indian parents here. So that's what they see. Yeah. So that is because of that, we try to reach them, uh, you know, speaking Indian language, English languages and English, we communicate. things. So the challenge we face is the affluence. Mm. People have no need Yeah. here. So you have money, you have a car, you have a degree, you have everything else. They don't need God anymore then. Mm. It's the complete opposite of what you see in Odisha, in Odisha right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So... Huh, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I've had, um, I, I had a guy I was talking to tell me he was from India, but he said he worshipped all the different gods because he told me, he said, I just don't know which one is true, but I'm just going to pray to all the gods. Um, and I said, do you pray to Allah? He said, yeah, I prayed to Allah this morning. Mm-hmm. And he, he said all these different gods were all good. They all had good in them. And mm-hmm. so he was going to just pray to all of them. Mm-hmm. Um and Hinduism tends to be uh, polytheistic, right? Yes, yes. So yeah. how does that affect people's thinking when they come from a culture which says, hey, all, all ways are good ways? Um, how does that affect them when you say, John, uh, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, right? He's the one true God. Uh, how do they deal with that? So the diversity is the beauty. As, I, as Pastor Alex mentioned, in India, we are... Uh, uh, different culture, different language groups. They belong to different religious groups. So one way we are cooperating each other and love each other and uh, accepting all, all religion. But the perspective of Bible, Jesus came to this world for to everybody irrespective of their caste, creed and color and religion. So we always through our words and deeds we want to explain them. Jesus loves everybody and Jesus said in the Gospel of John, I am the way, life and truth. So they are spending a lot of money and, and torturing their body and practicing all these uh, relig- uh, religious rituals to get salvation or in, in moksha. Mm. But Bible, uh, by faith you can get salvation. That is the, the, uh, the basic teaching we, we are giving them. No end of doing all these things. Just accept Jesus as your personal savior and confess your sin, because for the for getting remission from sins, they are doing lot of things. Yeah. So we are just simply introducing the love of Christ to them. So many are attracted re- reading through the Scripture. Mm. So they are they came to the saving knowledge of Christ, and many people embraced the the Christian faith, and the, now they are living a very very comfortable life and peaceful life. Mm, peaceful life. Peaceful, peaceful life. Because you no longer have to do so yeah, many yeah. things. So, so we well, are just introducing the love of Christ to them because Christ died for everybody. Amen. Amen. That's fantastic. My guests today are Pastor Alexander John and John Mathai. And uh, ICFSanDiego.org is their website, 858-206-7188. If you're interested in supporting uh, their efforts in uh, to reach those who are from India or in India, um, please get a hold of them, uh, look them up, check them out. It's an incredible ministry, and there are so many people that need the love of Jesus uh, where they're ministering. So please check that out. Stay with us. We've got two more segments left. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. We'll be right back. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. 
Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and team home loans. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tire wheels and service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30 and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Thanks for being here today. You're on Educate for Life Radio. I'm Kevin Conover, your host. My website's educateforlife.org. Love to have you check it out. My guests today are Pastor Alexander John and John Mathai from India. And John is here just on a a short trip, uh, two months, staying here in the States. Um, He's supported by the India Christian Fellowship, uh, Pastor Alexander John's congregation. And uh, we just want to encourage you, if you have a heart for missions, if you have a heart for India— or the Indian people, uh, this is a great opportunity to get involved and make a difference. Support them through prayer or financially in order to help people that desperately need help. Uh, uh, Parts of India are extremely poverty-ridden. I mean, they're still dealing with things like leprosy and all kinds of uh, horrible, uh, debilitating diseases, as well as a lack of clean water and education and so many different things. And uh, John, you have uh, quite a few stories about some of the things that have happened in India. you were just telling me off the air, or Pastor John was, Alex was telling me that, uh, what happened with this lady who heard you on the radio? Yeah, Indian community is basically an agrarian community. So our main uh, professional job is uh, uh, agriculture. So most of the people in the evening time, uh, these daily wage laborers, they are uh, listening uh, radio. Listening to the radio, yeah. okay. So yeah. the Transfield Radio, the previously it was known as Vishwani, they are sharing um, gospel in uh, different languages, including Tibet language. Oh, okay. So w- once it happened, happened, I know that family very personally. One lady, uh, one Hindu la- lady, since long days, she was bedridden and she was uh, paralyzed. Okay. Just yeah. listening the gospel uh, in her own language through radio, they're introducing Jesus is the one who healeth all the sickness. Yeah. So she couldn't understand who is Jesus. <laughs> she called her daughter and said, come and listen the, the, through radio. They are introducing some new doctor. So finally, the, the concluding part of the message, they said, wherever you have, you can pray. Jesus can heal you. So the mother and daughter together prayed, Lord, we, we are not able to go for further for treatment. They tried many medicines and still suffering. The moment the prayer concluded, as a result of prayer, she believed in Jesus, then the new doctor, and she got healing. And I got this information from one of our, the, the missionary from the village. So I could visit them, and and uh, they received a baptism, and we conducted a, a Lord's Supper service also in their village. Through this the healing, many people came to Lord. So wow. radio ministry is so effective. Yeah. So still miracles are happening when people listening uh, gospel message 
through radio in their own language and dialects. That's absolutely yeah. incredible. Praise God. Uh, so, so here's this, uh, for those of you who are listening, so basically this lady heard on the radio um, that Jesus can heal people, and she yeah. thought he was a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the great physician, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah. mm-hmm. so she prayed um, to be healed, and she was healed, and then that leads to many people getting saved. Saved. That's that is great. Yeah. And so, to keep these th- shows on the air and everything, though, that that costs money, right? So, you being a missionary there, you're a full time missionary now. Do you work a job on the side also, or you're just uh, getting funding from the church in order to be able to no, no, provide a, for you and your yeah. family? I am a full time missionary. So our friends and well-wishers are uh, supporting us. Yeah. So we know the kingdom of God is not built upon money. The extension of God's kingdom requires a lot of money mm. for our traveling, for printing, for giving them Bibles, mm-hmm. for medical camps and literacy program, for, for providing them the, the Bible literature, literature and Bible materials and study materials in their own language. So we need the prayer and support from our uh, from our prayer partners and well-wishers, yeah. those who are loving the work in India. Yeah. yeah. And you were saying, Pastor Alex, that um, some people, if you give directly to you know the government or whatever, mm-hmm. that a lot of times the money never gets to where it needs to go. Yes. Yeah. You know, with our understanding is that with, uh, with the both, whether with the ministry or missions or with the government, forget about it, that nothing happens at all. Oh, it will yeah. never go Even there. ministries over there. Yeah, ministries also, because it's larger ministries, all kinds of things happen. So I know him 30 years. Yeah. And what happens in the field, you know, so because the if you give a bicycle, I was surprised actually, you know, I said, who wants a bicycle nowadays actually? Yeah. Because, but when we thought about, I thought like that, but uh, when a missionary in the field, get a bicycle. It's like you get a BMW for free. Yeah. <laughs> How much excitement you will have. I was blown away actually by seeing yeah. that excitement and things, you know. So that simple thing even now in this day and age is still uh, useful and it is needed. So we think mission and ministry is like a lot of people gather to things like that. But mm. some of the places there is sort of like, can you imagine that a lady hear about Jesus? She thinks he's a doctor. Yeah. That kind of people still are alive yeah. in this day and age in the, in the part of that world. It just so, shows the need exactly, that, that people exactly. have. Enormous needs of the things. So if you're listening, what I mean, even something as small as buying a bike for a missionary over in uh, Odisha is significant. So if if your heart, if you feel the Holy Spirit talking to you and telling you to support what they're doing, the money is going to go directly to what John is doing uh, over in India. So uh, you can contact uh, Pastor Alex. Again, his uh, website is icfsandiego.org, and their phone number is 858-206-7188. If you want to see an immediate impact for your investment into the kingdom of God, this is an incredible opportunity to do just that. And uh, so, so John, now, do you have um, family? Do you have a uh, wife yeah. and kids? I got married, and my wife's name is Liji John, uh-huh. and we are blessed with the two children. Okay. My eldest son is studying in the in the school, the twelfth grade. His name is Joel, and our daughter is Joanna. She is in the sixth grade. So, as a together as a family, we are staying in the capital city of Odisha, and we are coordinating the different missionary activities in in our uh, state. And I am moving to the neighboring state also for teaching and taking classes and coordinating uh, different mission activities. That's great. Now. Um, are you growing? Is your congregation, are you seeing um, some good fruit as far as uh, other people who are feel called to serve um, as missionaries there and to continue to spread the gospel? Yeah, I am pastoring in a church also in the Bunisher City. So different language people uh, are uh, attending our, our service. We have Bible studies and we are equipping uh, our local people to go out as missionaries mm. because missionaries are not born. They yeah. are made. Amen. So it yeah. is the duty of the church to equip them, to teach them. So th- because this is the time for the native evangelism. Yeah. Ten years back, we are preaching about the cross-culture evangelists of somebody from uh, South India or some other parts has to come and learn language and culture and work among them. This yeah. was the teaching previously we followed. But the last ten years, we are focusing the native evangelism. We are to occupy and teach and train the local people so they can do more effective and meaningful ministry mm. than we people. Yeah. So, so this is the time for the. Yeah, uh, it's the, a mo- the, it's a yeah. lot more difficult to come cross culturally where you're yeah. you're coming from out of the culture. You don't understand it versus just being in there, indig- indigenous to uh, indigenous. the the yeah. uh, environment. So so. They can work more effectively in their own context 
so they know the language and the climate and culture so it is very easy to spread gospel through the local missionaries so we are planting we have some training centers in jharkhand among the the, the malto community and in orissa also we have a training center that's that is, fantastic that is that is less expensive also yeah. yeah to do that because a missionary go and it's more money actually you train up local people so they go back and they leave there so yeah. they leave out the gospel you know so that is what happened and years four five years ago there is a family uh, accepted christ and came to the faith and because of the villagers didn't like that they burned their house so then they when he called and let us know we said we have to build a house for them wow so finally they built the house after four years these people those who burned the house and those who perpetrated those kind of stuff they saw that what christians are loving each other and doing thing one by one they start to come to faith oh my goodness that's yeah. amazing yeah. Well, that's that's an incredible story. We have one more segment left. We're we're uh, down to our last segment here. Um, I hope that this uh, message is encouraging you. Um, you know, sometimes we we feel like, oh, what's happening, or you know, there's bad things happening. But like Pastor Alex just said, you know, this this group they they had their house burned down, but people see the good deeds that are happening. They see the love that Christians are showing for each other. Uh, Jesus Christ said, "Do your good deeds in front of man, so that they may praise your Father in heaven." And I think when we people see the authentic love of God uh, in a community, uh, it's very uh, magnetizing, right? People want to come to that. They want that that love that um, people have. So we're going to talk a little bit about this, uh, the difference between the cultural aspects of uh, Hinduism and uh, what's going on there and Christianity, how they're different. When we get back, we have one more segment left, so I hope you'll stay with us. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Thanks for being here. I'm Kevin Conover, and you're listening to Educate for Life Radio. We've got all kinds of fantastic shows that you can check out on our YouTube channel as well as our podcast, Uh, all kinds of interviews with people from all over the world uh, with different experiences. We're actually going to be interviewing uh, upcoming here Ken Ham from Answers in Genesis on Friday, as well as um, a woman who uh, is not a Christian. She's uh, we're going to be interviewing a, a psychic to talk about her experiences, and um, we love to have different people from different perspectives on the show, as well as those people who are serving the Lord and following Christ. And that's what we have today, Pastor Alexander John and John Mathai. If you're interested in supporting their efforts, they're both originally from India. And God has given him a ministry reaching out to uh, Pastor John, Pastor Alex here in San Diego, reaching out to immigrants. Uh, There's about 25,000 immigrants from uh, India here in San Diego. There are 10 Hindu temples, uh, uh, Pastor Alex told me. And so there's a big need for people to be able to reach out to these communities um, that we don't necessarily run into all the time. And uh, the blessing of having somebody like John over in India doing what he's doing is that he's... He's somebody who's familiar with the culture. He grew up in the culture. He knows all about the culture. He lives in the culture. And so uh, he's equipped to be able to reach out to these people with the love of Jesus. And, you know, one of the things I was uh, reflecting on 
was I've heard, you know, a lot of uh, Rabbi Zacharias uh, and his apologetics and also Dinesh D'Souza uh, is also from um, India. And to hear what they had to say about their experience growing up in the Hindu culture, uh, how is what is the contrast, John, between the Christian, um, you know, Christ's admonition to love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you? Um, is it a lot different than Hinduism or is it? Or is there a lot of similarities or is there a lot of differences? The differences are there, but we are trying our level best to show them what is the real life, love of Christ. Mm. So in the case of Graham Stain's murder, though Graham Stain's and his two sons brutally killed by these radical groups, Graham Stain's wife, Sister Gladys, said, I am forgiving them. Mm. Just for that one statement, the entire world came to know that Christianity is a religion of tolerance and forgiveness. Even in the top Hindu leaders also appreciated that statement. So she could forgive the killers of her husband and two sons. Mm. You see, in our words and deeds, in our, in our day-to-day life, we are showing them. So we, 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 the, uh, Christ, uh, uh, the teachings of Christ, you have to love your enemies and pray for them and forgive and forget. So, through our, uh, our deeds, we, we can exhibit them. Mm. So, so more people will be attracted to Christianity uh, through our deeds than our messages. I hear what you're saying, yeah. So, it's interesting too that, um, you know, you were, you were saying that in Christianity, uh, you're loving people and you're helping them to see Christ through the way you act. Yeah. And in Within Hinduism, there's a lot of works that have to be done. Yeah. Now, they're trying to get to nirvana. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And so in order to get to nirvana or in order to um, reincarnate into something better, they have to do a lot of things. It's a heavy load on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they hear the message of Christ and that you're saved by grace through faith, it's not something that you do yourself. How does that impact the people you're talking to? Uh, is, is that that is that a very foreign concept for, for most of them or— when they are listening to the gospel message of salvation by faith, yeah, more people, especially this new generation, they are more interested in in, in that principle mm. because many people, their forefathers, uh, even some places in human sacrifices in the tribal belt, I, I know in the books it is written that even people doing this human sacrifice and animal sacrifice just to please gods and goddesses. Mm. So when they listen to the, the, the pure gospel, so more people will be attracted because they could understand that because what they are doing is wrong and it is uh, uh, no need of continuing in that. So salvation by faith is a very, very uh, powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Now, I know a, a long time ago there was a practice where widows, if their husband died, yeah. they actually had to be burned um, with their, their husbands, husbands who had died. Sadi. Sadi was fire. Yes. yes sadi. sadi. Is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. it? Um, now, is that still practiced or is that gone? That is gone during the time of Vilangari in uh, West Bengal is the neighboring st- uh, state of Odisha. Mm-hmm. So all that belt was practicing Sadi. But the, the time of Vilangari, so... The time the, uh, of what? Yeah. William Carey. William Carey. Oh, William Carey. William Carey. Okay, yes. Okay. So okay. he's the person who took initiative and during his time, uh, because of their the mission activities and awareness program, Sadi was completely prohibited okay. in India. Wow. So that, that is the, we are so proud about that due to the missionary activities, such as that uh, the wrong practices and old traditions was banned in in India. Yeah, praise God for that. Yeah. And then um, what about the whole thing with the cows? Uh, is that still a very, very much part? I was talking to actually a Microsoft engineer um, who was helping me. He was in India. And I actually asked him about that. And I said, um, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? And I said, why do Hindus revere cows? And he said, well, we believe that our ancestors live in the cows. And he And I said, really? And, and he said, yeah. And I said, do you believe that? And he said, ah, I don't know. I, he said, I went to McDonald's yesterday and I <laughs> ate a hamburger. So he, he said he felt really bad about it. But so I, 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 and then it was interesting because he said his Christian friend had just invited him to church. And I said, oh, that's awesome. You should go. So h- how does that impact things, the, the attitude towards um, cows? As per the Hindu tradition, they believe that cow is an holy animal. 
so they are considering it as the one of the one of the god so norm, normally people worship the cow mm. early morning the cow uh, they will uh, the uh, they will wash the cow and the garlands and all these uh, they are putting these just like sindur and they are providing a special food to them so normally they are uh, uh, worshiping the the cow so recently so many unfortunate things happened in 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 the north india the cow slaughter and somebody is uh, taking the beef also people are uh, opposing them so so many unfortunate the, the the crowd killed some people because they, they killed them because they killed a cow mm-hmm. uh, because yes. they are killing that happens a common thing now yeah wow well, that is an unfortunate thing but government is taking some strong steps to 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 arrest the culprits and giving the uh, awareness uh, so so Oh, that that thing is happening but because they consider so cow is an holy animal so so they are compelling people everybody has to worship the cow so through uh, teaching solely this such a things can be changed yeah. so i ho- hope the situation will change in the coming future mm-hmm. does that affect their ability for example to have food because they won't eat cows yeah. would they be better off would uh, is there more starvation because they won't eat cows or is that not a factor no they are vegetarians basically yeah. in that sense but the other what we see is cow is a god yeah so the cow has more value than a human being in india now it's treated better many, than better than yeah. many yeah. places yeah. so you can touch the cow you can do any of those things actually so so the polytheism so all these things are gods you know and yeah. so that is a contrast to the question go back actually what you was asking creator creation thing mm. everything is god for the sun and star and moon and cow and Trees. mountain and snake Snakes. and everything is god yeah so you don't see that raw hinduism here it is more filtered that you see here in our place mm. but that is so what that's the very real yeah. it's still happening so, oh exactly yeah. every day we say god is everywhere but say they say god is in everything mm. that is the difference yeah pantheism right mm. pantheism yeah 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 well uh you know guys i i i think it's just a big blessing to have you here and i thank you so much for what you're doing uh praise god for that uh, what he's doing and if you're listening i hope that This has been an encouragement to you that there's a huge need in India um and there's a lot of people desperately looking for hope desperately looking for um a way out of the pain and and a lot of the misery that's created by believing something that's not true. Um you can support Pastor Alexander John and John Mathai uh icfsandiego.org is the website please check it out 858-206-7188 if you'd like to talk to Pastor Alex directly he'd be happy to talk with you. and uh, just share more about what they're doing and and how the money's used or and, and so forth or just um go check out their church too. Uh it's up in Poway if you're nearby. It's a fantastic opportunity to get to know people, kind of break out of the mold and and get to know yeah. some people from India. It's a, it's thank fantastic. So, thank you guys for being on the show today. Thank you, thank Kevin, you. for thank having you. us. Thank absolutely, for absolutely. This opportunity. Okay, yeah. God bless, God bless you, you and I'll see you on uh Friday uh at 12:30. I hope you've uh, enjoyed it and we'll see you then with Ken Ham and uh some other guests too. God bless you. Have a great day. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit educateforlife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email kevcon at educateforlife.com. That's k e v c o n at educateforlife.com. You will always be much more to me And every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right But that's all right.